0: Twenty-five, 105.1 FM WAVA. The following program is sponsored by Agape Embassy Ministries.
1: Hello, radio listeners. This is Dr. Renee Mills, First Lady of Agape Embassy Ministries. I want to invite all ladies 13 and older to meet me at the fabulous Hilton Mark Center Hotel in Alexandria, Virginia on Saturday, December the 2nd, at 10 a.m. for our 2017 Blessed, Bold, and Beautiful Breakfast Bazaar. Come out to enjoy great food, lots of fun, and fellowship with other women of Light Precious faith. This year, we will enjoy Ministry in Song by Psalmist Candy LaFlora and hear a special word from Minister Kelly Copeland of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. You can purchase your tickets online at agapeembassy.org or give us a call at 703-971-7202 for more information. That number again, 703-971-7202, and I look forward to seeing you there.
2: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape Embassy Ministries, of of Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you.
3: In life through faith. Dr. Mills continues, Kingdom Living by Faith. In this series, Dr. Mills explains how the kingdom of God is righteousness or living right. And we must practice righteousness by putting away the things that are not of God, which are the works of the flesh. In Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 through 13, it states that we must grow up in the word of God so that we can become skillful in the word of righteousness.
2: But you are a son and daughter of the Most High God. Jesus didn't come to establish a religion. And the only reason that they call you a Christian is because you're supposed to act like Christ. Not because you are in a religion.
3: Now, here is Dr. Mills with part four of Kingdom Living
2: by Faith. Jesus is Lord, amen. We Our subject matter, the subject that we have looked at and we are continuing to look at is kingdom living by faith. Amen. Amen. Everything that we do is basically by faith, meaning that we have total confidence in God to do whatever God has said that we should do. And God will bring it to pass. Amen. Amen. Last time we were together, we were looking at some scriptural references so that we can know from Scripture that there are certain things that you cannot do, and expect to receive or to have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. Y'all remember that? I'm not talking about last Sunday because last Sunday was different. Last Sunday um, we wasn't here, and so I, I spoke last Sunday about a necessity to believe. To believe God's Word, to be fully committed, to be fully persuaded that God's Word is true. Because if you don't believe that God's Word is true, if you don't believe the Word of God, all things are possible to those who believe. All all things are possible to those who are fully persuaded. This is not a casual thing. It's not one where you question God's word because when you question the word of God, you're not fully persuaded. You must be fully persuaded. And you stay in God's word and you meditate on God's word until you become fully persuaded that what God has said is in fact the truth. Amen. Amen. There are a lot of things that we see in scripture that we're trying to participate in, but it, it demands that you are fully persuaded in order to participate. We're trying to participate in some things that we're not fully persuaded about. And so we don't see the outcome that God has promised because we are not fully persuaded. And then we'll say that it don't work, and it's not God. If anything is not working, we cannot put it on God. We got to look at our own selves. Second Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter, verse five, he says, "Now examine yourself to see whether or not you're operating in faith." And we do need to do that. Amen when we look at Galatians, the fifth chapter, where we were looking at the last time we were together, and there were some things that we do in the flesh that God says, if you do these things, if you practice these things, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. Y'all remember that? We were looking at uh, verses 16 through, um, what was that? Uh, Through 21. Through 21. And there's a list of things there. As, that, as a matter of fact, beginning with verse 19, it says, "Now, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outburst of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like of such. I tell you." Uh, I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In the fifth chapter of Ephesians, we we see um, in chapter, in verse uh, five, um, basically piggybacking on what we've just looked at. Verse five says, for this we know that no fornicator, no unclean person, no covetous man who is an adulterer has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. And then verse six is the one I really want to look at right here. It says, let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Are you with me? So I want to go over to Matthew, the 16th chapter for a minute. Because what we're going to look at today is in the kingdom of God, God has given us authority to do certain things. He's given us authority. Uh, Remember me telling you that, you know, that God has given us certain territory, if you will, for us to control. Wherever your territory is, if it's on your job, if you have a job, your job is not your job for you to make money. Your job is there because you are supposed to promote the kingdom of God wherever you are. That's our responsibility. We've been called out of the world into the kingdom of the dear son of God, Lord Jesus Christ, to promote the kingdom of God of god that's why you were called out that's when you accepted Jesus you got to understand the call that you accepted the call that you accepted was okay i'm going to go forward in second corinthians if the second uh, corinthians second Corinthians the fifth chapter where he tells us that we have been we have this ministry that he has given to all of us, the ministry of reconciliation. What do you mean by ministry of reconciliation? He reconciled us back to himself as in the past where Adam was in the position that Adam was before Adam sinned and, and gave up the kingdom. Amen. As a matter of fact, remember Jesus was being tempted by the adversary. And the adversary says, if, if you took him up on a high place and says, if you worship me, all these kingdoms I give to you. Well, how could he give him all the kingdoms? Jesus didn't, didn't refute that. He didn't come against that. How could he give him all the kingdoms? Because the kingdoms of this world had been given to Satan by Adam. Because Adam was supposed to be the one who controlled the earth and the things on the earth. <coughs> And so when Jesus came, Jesus said, for this purpose I've come because the kingdom of God is at hand and the gospel is the kingdom. The gospel is the kingdom. And this is the reason that I've come. The reason I'm here is to regain, take back the kingdom that Adam had given up. Are you listening to me? And so, um, What we need to understand, wherever we are, I understand us promoting Jesus, but Jesus never promoted himself. (laughs) Jesus always promoted the kingdom of God. Wherever he went, he promoted the kingdom of God, and then he would demonstrate what the kingdom was all about by casting out demons laying hands on the sick or speaking to the and the sick recovering you look at Jesus ministry and that's the ministry that he that He has given to us he have not given us some other ministry he gave us the same ministry when he sent his, his, his disciples out he told them go out and preach the kingdom heal the sick raise the dead Are you with are you with me? Can you understand that? I'm not saying we're not going we're not going to tell people about Jesus because Jesus is the way into the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. But if we're not if we're not telling people about the kingdom, then there's no reason for Jesus.
1: Yes. That's right. That's good. Right.
2: Are you with me? And what we see going on in this world and the conditions of this world, you got to understand because the kingdoms of this world has become the kingdoms of our enemy. And what we don't realize and understand is that we have been called out of that, those conditions, so that we now can take back from the enemy what the enemy stole, deceived Eve, and of course, Adam wasn't deceived, but Adam just gave to him. Jesus came and took it back. We are everywhere we go, we are supposed to promote the kingdom of God. And wherever you are, you see, you promote. We are allowing things to happen in this world. And we are not taking we are not taking control of the areas that God has placed us in, so that His kingdom can be established. What is His kingdom? His kingdom is righteousness. Yes. Amen. His kingdom is righteousness. So wherever we are, and, and and of course in Hebrews the fifth chapter verse twelve, I think it's verse twelve, where He tells us that um, that if we if we if we're children. We're unskillful in the word of righteousness, in the teaching about righteousness. He said we were unskilled about anything else. We, we, uh, hope we, we talk about all these other things, you know, prosperity and, and uh, all these other things we talk about, but we don't talk about righteousness. And he said we're unskilled in righteousness because righteousness is what the kingdom is all about. The kingdom is about righteousness. So when we're in places where there is unrighteousness and God has placed you there in that place, you have the responsibility to bring about righteousness in that place. First, you can't bring about in the place if you're not righteous. now, in chapter sixteen, is that what I told y'all to go? Yes, Praise God. In chapter sixteen of Matthew, there is something here that God just brought to my attention as I was studying yesterday. I've seen it before. But when you get over into this kingdom, understanding the kingdom, all of a sudden, that lights that starts just Oh, the revelation. I mean, they're rolling. In the, in the, well, let me just, I'll back it up verse 13. I, I didn't, I, this is, I, this, I wasn't going here, but I think I need to. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I, the son of man am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say I am? <laughs> Boy, that's something right there, huh? Do you know who I am? Man, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, man. Um Here's a question. Do you know who you are? you make you know i know what your mama said i know what you've been told but do you know as a result of receiving jesus as your personal lord and savior do you know who you are i understand what your mama said what your daddy said your teacher said about you who you were and you've and you've taken that on but who are you as a result of making Jesus the Lord of your life. Now, do you know who you are? And I believe that a lot of things happen in the body of Christ with us. We do a lot of things because we don't know who we are. Somebody told you you were a Christian. And you looked at other Christians and you started conducting your life based on what you saw Christians do. Because you didn't know that you're not just a, I I would say you're not a Christian, but y'all start throwing rocks at me. I don't want y'all throwing rocks at me. But you are a son and daughter of the Most High God. Amen. Amen. Jesus didn't come to establish a religion.
0: Right, right. Come on.
2: Amen. And the only reason that they call you a Christian is because you're supposed to act like Christ. Not because you are in a religion. Now that's a good question. You know, you just, y'all just think about who are you? Who are you? Because who you are is who you should be acting like. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've got more people in the, in the church who acts like the world than a son of God <coughs> or daughter of God. Like your royalty, your excellency. Are you with me? Well, let's go on. Okay. Pray the Lord. Just Verse 16 says, Simon Peter answered and said, he was the one who always, you know, he always talked and said something. And even if it was wrong, he'd still say something. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon, by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. In other words, there ain't no way in the world. Nobody knew this. And you couldn't have just come up with this. This had to be revealed to you. For you to know who I am, it had to be revealed to you. For you to know who you are. I said for you to know who you are. Your mama, your daddy, your teachers can't tell you who you are. It has to be revealed to you. Who I am had to be revealed to me. Once, I, once it was revealed to me who I am, <laughs> glory to God, I could walk in it. I could live up to it. But it had to be revealed to me. Amen. You don't know who you are. And we got all kind of people telling people who they are. Books you read. People read books trying to find out who they are. You got your little friends when you, and especially around, you know, when you get to be a teenager or whatever, the the impressions of others Satan uses to tell you who you are. And if no one gives you what the truth is, you will accept what your friends told you. Good or bad, you will accept it. And you'll begin to walk in whatever they told you that you are. But whatever they told you is a lie. Because who you are has to be revealed to you by God. can't be by some feeling that you have I feel like not feeling it has to be a revelation amen thank you
3: for tuning into reigning in life through faith a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries to receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code. 0131. One, six, S-M. That code again is 013116S. One, 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 sm Visit us on the web at www.AgapeEmbassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us.
2: We were born again to establish the kingdom of heaven in the earth. To do that, though, we must know who we are based upon what God says we are. This is Dr. Mills, your radio teacher. See you next week. Same place, same time. For we reign in life through faith.
1: Hello, radio listeners. This is Dr. Renee Mills, First Lady of Agape Embassy Ministries. I want to invite all ladies 13 and older to meet me at the fabulous Hilton Mark Center Hotel in Alexandria, Virginia on Saturday, December the 2nd at 10 a.m. for our 2017 Blessed, Bowl and Beautiful Breakfast Bazaar. Come out to enjoy great food, lots of fun, and fellowship with other women of like precious state. This year we will enjoy Ministry in Song by Psalmist Candy LaFlora and hear a special word from Minister Kelly Copeland of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. You can purchase your tickets online at agapeembassy.org or give us a call at 703 971 7202 for more information. That number again, 703 971 7202, and I look forward to seeing you there.